You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. In the shadow of the most powerful city in the world, the Capital Golf Gang is on the air with instructor John Ronis from the Ronis Academy at River Creek, executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould, and former University of Maryland golfer, Ron Thomas. And now your host from Afternoon Drive on the Team 980 Radio in Washington, D.C., Steve Zabin. It is great to say you are looking plausibly live at the great golf candy store of the DMV, Golfdom Golf in Tyson's Corner. The Capital Golf Gang is back for 2020. Say hello to the boys from my right all the way across. Ron Thomas, longtime captain of the Maryland team for the Potomac Cup and former University of Maryland Division I golfer. Mr. Thomas. Ronaldino. Good to be back, boys. Clap for you. John Ronas of the Ronas Academy at River Creek, where you can get lessons and get great at this easy game of golf, is with us as well. Johnny, how you doing? Thank you. Happy spring. And John Gould, who has actually taken off his sling. I can't believe this. Backstory in just a second. John Gould, the executive director of the Mid-Atlantic PGA, is with us. A little golf clap for Johnny. Great to be back, boys. Great to be back. And I am your golf nerd in chief, the Zabe. Thank you for listening and downloading and everything else. So, Mr. Gould walks into the store today to start the season with his arm in a sling, and I'm like, oh my God, what happened? What was it? Uh, This is why golfers don't ski, right? (laughs) I I, I took my daughter skiing, and it was just getting off the lift. A little girl sitting next to me on the lift veered right in front of me, and in order to avoid her, I went off the side, caught with my arm, and uh, fractured my elbow. Fractured elbow. Notice, by the way, boys, how he blames it on a little girl. (laughs) This could have been been a John Gould yard sale on a green circle run. For all we know. But his story, Ronis, is some sweet little girl. I saved her life. Very by selfish. St- exactly. Very Taking selfish. one for the Blame team. it on the girl. All right. We have a lot to talk about, so let's get right into it. We're going to talk equipment, of course, with our uh, friend Buddy Christensen here, owner of Golfdom. See what's up for 2020 and the new equipment and uh, all these different tools for our enjoyment this spring and summer. But the scarlet letter C. In golf for cheater. We have not convened the nerd council since the Patrick Reed incident in the Bahamas. I'll start with you, Ron. You play the most competitive golf still of anybody. What were your thoughts? My thoughts were that he was cheating, and uh, it was that simple. And there was brazenly no, so. Yeah, there was no way to, uh, you know, there was no rebuttal that could have come from him or anybody. Uh, he cheated. 
But did how did you feel as a player? Were you shocked? Because it was brazen cheating. Like, I didn't think much of it at the time. But when I looked at the highlights recently, I'm like, Jesus, what are you doing? Yeah, my immediate thought was, this guy's a cheater. We've heard he's a cheater. But my immediate concern was that the tour is going to get a bad rap because of this. And we'll talk about this later. But this is one dude. You know, this is one guy. Right, and I, well, knew it was, I knew it was going to become a huge deal. Okay. Ronis, what did you think? Well, the first thing I thought it was is a shame. It's a shame for the PGA Tour, and it's a shame for Patrick Reed, who, you know, he won the Masters, and he's trying to get over a lot of these uh, stereo, not stereotype stigma that was put on him in his college days, which now I think we're just starting to learn that they're all true. Oh, yeah. And we have and no then some. way of fighting him. So, you know, he continues to be that bad guy. He continues to um, put a blemish on the PGA Tour because he's continuing to play good and win. So it's really the story's not going away, which is a shame of it. Was he cheating? You know, let's face it. It looked like it to me. And we do have to take people at their word. But um, it did appear that it was cheating to me. And I, I just think it's, it's a shame for a great player to have to go to those uh, ends. Cheating versus rules violations are a different thing altogether. I want to get into that in a second, but John Gould, you, uh, you, you are a rules official at the highest level in this game. Tell me what you thought about that, because normally you are interpreting situations in which there was no intent, but it might be a violation. Right, So, and you got exactly to where I was going to go. Uh, it's, it's hard for me to improve intent, so usually when I see that, I just see penalty, right? So it's, right. I'm not worried about cheating or, or not, because I'm not getting intent. What happened if, if, he, if he scraped the uh, grains of sand away, that's a violation, and he's going to get penalized for it. And I actually am usually pretty understanding of all that stuff with our players, which may be a surprise to you all, that most of the time it's either ignorance or, you know, I didn't even realize it. And I kind of get that. They're in their own way. But, but Patrick Reed has, has caused me to, because of all the previous incidents, all his priors, uh, everything that is part of who he brings to the table, I see cheating. And yeah. now there's stuff coming out with Costas and other people talking that they've oh, yeah. seen him do this numerous times. He didn't say anyone else that he's seen this do numerous times. So right. they're going after Patrick Reed. And, and it seems to me that he is probably a compulsive take advantage of the opportunity cheater. Oh, well, and not only that, he's obviously the world is against him in his mind. And if you look at the if you read about um, him and you're, most things are going to be negative, but. I think this is a guy who's basically saying, "Don't care. I don't care. You guys don't like you. People don't like me he, anyway. He's I'm gonna going try and get full dark side, right? Try and get one over on yeah. you. He's the heel, and he doesn't care at this point. He's gone fully rogue. Yes, is it? And he's good? in denial. Feels like it. Is it good for the tour though to almost actively run interference for him because they went out of their way to say it was a rules violation. He accepted responsibility, and we're moving on. They have to do that. We know Why? they have to Why do, do that. Why do they have to do Why that? Why do they have to do that? Uh, well, because he he's a member of the tour, and right. they need to cover the tours. Or, you know, no, they don't. That's, well, that's bullcrap. That's the time we live in. Everyone sees through it, Ron. I think it's backfiring on the PGA Tour. Ronis, you backing me up on this? Absolutely. What, what the tour should have done is suspend them. Because it you know, wasn't a rules violation based on, oh, I didn't know I couldn't do that. It was cheating, you, which is you, different than a violation. Totally. And you, you know my. You can't prove intent. Uh, you know what? Uh, Go ahead, you're, you're right. Yeah. You can't prove it. You know my. You can't prove your mom loves you either. You have to believe it in your heart. Yeah. yeah. My you, mom loves you, me. You know, uh, I talked to her last yeah, week. She's, she's on the fence That's right, right I now, I talked to your Ronnie. wife last night. Oh, <laughs> I thought this was a Sunday morning. God, <laughs> oh, 
Rodney that in the jumped house. up in a hurry, didn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, it sure did. Yeah, that escalated. I think All right. you know my formula of ability minus distractions equals performance. Yes. You don't run this interference to give him less distractions. You let the distractions build, and that will affect his performance eventually, and he'll wean himself out. They kept him on the president's yeah, that, team. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. Did yeah. you, that was okay, the Ron, issue. did you have a problem with that? I, I did, because I knew it was going to be a tremendous distraction to the team, and it turned Still out won. it was. Well, Thanks to Tiger. Yes, exactly. So Um, what are ramifications? And that's the world we live in. We can throw all the rules we want. It's at the country club level. We have rules. You can't do this. You can't do that. Well, that's great. But when you do them, what happens? If you you ask the commissioner of baseball, they just have to live with themselves. Nothing. Here we go with the bang and the drum. That's right. Well, there is a larger discussion to be had about cheating in all sports. And if you're not cheating, you're not trying. That old adage in some sports. Well, it's it's crap, Ron, except for the game of golf has always said we're better than that. We aspire to higher. We're a gentleman's game. We're a game of honor you know what Dave again there's cheating and there's penalties yes and in basketball when you're holding when you're holding someone down the pain or something like that or in football in the trenches it's a penalty it's not cheating yeah right cheating is you know tying someone's shoelaces together I don't know what to say here but cheating is when Cornell has a seven footer who's uh can't read and he's somehow enrolled with a plumbing degree and he's 42 years old that's (laughs) That's cheating. cheating you know what cheating is is Fletch when Fletch was biting the arm of the guy in Correct. the post player. That is cheating. He said, Fletch, <laughs> look at that defense. Good flagrant. So that six said. 6'9 with the afro. 6'9 with the yeah, afro. Yeah. That That's said, great. let's go around the horn as to the most egregious examples of attempted cheating you've ever encountered while playing golf, either in a friendly match or in an actual tournament. I'm, I'm telling you straight up, I'm not commenting on, wow. on cheaters. Why not? Uh, because there's – it. There's cheaters amongst us that continue to cheat. I'm not yeah. saying call they them out. Continue to play. Okay. And they should never be allowed to play again. Right. Let me start lighthearted. Okay. Uh, one one year in Pinehurst, Ronnie, you might have been with us or not. There was a guy, Phil Fiorino. I don't want to name names, but <laughs> Phil was a great <laughs> guy who was a he was a quasi so, he was a, like a quasi pro softball player. Hit the ball a million miles. Had his hands all taped up because he had so many blisters <laughs> from playing softball. Right, and we're on this hole, and he hits. He hit it a long way, and he hit it crooked as the day is long. He hits one way deep into the woods. Goes in there, ends up saying he found it, hits it out on the green. He goes to market. It's a Titleist DT6 Red <laughs> that has been out of print for probably 20 years. And he's like, nope, this was it. You know, it had the half moon of mud baked into it and everything. And we're like, bro, this is just a fun trip to Pinehurst. We're not cheating that bad. Ronnie. Uh, in college, I encountered a, a guy that played for Furman who uh, cheated and describe um, it how uh worming his mark no uh literally moving the ball in the fairway fluff up yeah is a fluff i mean in the rough i mean um Ooh, a rough fluffer even worse you know I, i'm i'm kind of like john here i don't want to go in too much to it because it of all the thousands hundreds of thousands of golf holes i have played with the thousands upon thousands of different people whom I've played with, I can count the number of cheating times I've okay. seen well, on one good. hand. That's so to fair. give it uh, that same w- with me. Yeah. Okay. It's just the fact is that we've had we've had in at our section level, at the national level, but we've had known caught cheaters and we've continued to do nothing about Who's it. Who's worse, the cheater on the course 
or the handicap cheater, a.k.a. sandbagger. It's all the same. as pro- It's the protecting of the field. Where right? John, what, what John Ronis is saying right now. I think sandbagging right now, is worse. It, it is, but John is saying that at the high level, there has been someone and a couple of different people in this section that have been cheaters. And it's been known that they've been cheating. Right. And he's kind of biting his tongue. I know. And he yeah. wishes they weren't still around and okay. receiving accolades and okay. things. Am Fair I enough. correct? Yeah, yeah he Fair hit much. it on the head. That's yeah. fine. Ghoul, you're a guy that does rules. What yeah, have you seen? I mean, I, I've witnessed, you know, from, from our junior tour to our professional events, uh, situations where, you know, once again, we get into the is it infraction or is it cheating. But when I see somebody, I, I, we saw a kid, uh, you know, move his ball from we were using binoculars because we didn't we didn't want him to know we were watching him move his ball. And then he looked around and then nobody noticed. So he moved it again. So, <laughs> wow. we, you know, we've had people, we've had people <laughs> look for a ball. And, I was interfered with. Yeah. We got we got a fluffer on too. Yeah. All right. We're moving in position. You didn't see that. We've, we've had people drop balls when, you know, when they're looking for a ball and drop a ball to their pocket. And oh, oh, here it is. Oh, yes. So, uh, you know. The old prison cell dirt out the pant leg yes. at recess. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Oh, look, a ball just fell out of here like a slot yeah. machine. Yeah, it's right. the Dufresne. Uh, I think you also have to believe in, in sports. There's integrity, and I believe there's also karma. All right. So Ex- let's just no wait. Exit. The sandbagging yeah. is brutal, though, especially when it gets down to a member guest. You've got people sure. flying money, in from around Calcutta's, the country. Money, prizes, that is trips. Brutal. Yeah. yeah, brutal. Okay. It's all cheating. All right, exit question on this. Uh, what kind of year does Patrick Reed have? He's had some great results early on. He's a great player. He's going to win multiple times. And I don't think it bothers him. You know, mm. Ronis's formula for distractions. I don't think he's distracted by this. I think he's going to play what we would normally expect. You know, one or two wins. You know, contend in a major. I, I don't. I, I think okay. this is Washington. I think it might have made him even more linear focused. Wow. Mm-hmm. With that, we'll uh, move on to a different topic: the Premier Golf League, a rival to the PGA Tour potentially, or a rewarming. A reheating of the old Greg Norman concept of the World Golf Tour, which ended up being the World Golf Championships, which are nested into the PGA Tour structure. The basic premise is simple. Let's skim the top 40 guys who anyone knows about on the PGA Tour and leave the JT Postons and the DA points behind, and let's have them play on TV every week, and now we've got a tour. They've got Saudi money backing it. They've got an English financier who is the brainchild behind it. And they've been working quietly the last six months talking to tour pros about it. They still are kind of mysterious. It's a bit vaporware right now, but at least it's out there. What do you guys know and what do you think? I don't know anything about it and I can't stand it. I don't (laughs) like it at all. Okay. Ronas? I actually, I don't know. I, I've, I've looked at it a little bit, but I don't know a ton about it. And I actually don't mind as I know there's going to be play for pay money, but or pay for play, whatever you want to say. But I don't mind the fact that I, I can get that level of the field in one spot four or five times a year. No, this will be 18 events. Ghoul, do you yeah. know about it? Yeah, I, I've, I mean, I probably read what you've read. It, and Thank it's, you, Ghoul. Ghoul came and did his homework yeah. today. What, what I thought you were golfing. I didn't say I didn't read about it. What I was it. saying is I could permit four or five times a year. <laughs> I wasn't saying that the league. So, oh, the, okay. so the logistics are what I'm, you know, we still don't know all this information. Like, you know, if you, uh, you know, I think what the way we read it is you have to play, you have to play in all the events. All you 18 events. You can't. There's a guarantee pitch. of like five to six million starting and then more if you win more right it's three round tournaments ron shotgun start which school i don't 
get that. I guess it's just really for short TV windows. And, and they I want them all on the course at the same time. The same time. I'll, I'll I, I'm a little after. confused about what happens. Okay, so I'm top 40 now, but you know, next year I'm 45th. Do I get relegated? You know, is, right. that, is that what happens? And then will the PGA Tour let me back? They probably, oh. <laughs> I would think they say, you leave, you're gone. Right. You go to that yep. league, you're yep. done with us, right. so, so play hard. A lot of specific questions that are unanswered because we don't, if we don't know all the information. If they're going to do a shotgun start, then I'll watch if they allow a $1 million mulligan. If you <laughs> buy a mulligan for, for a million, million. right? Yes. Cash right. money, yes. You got a. You what have is a, a mulligan like? Can you throw it? Is it a no, throw? No string. No string. No string. Just get a shot. Don't yeah. be stupid. This is serious <laughs> golf. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry. Serious <laughs> mulligan. I mean, Come on. Very sorry. Where, where it's a serious <laughs> idea. Buy a mulligan. You can't throw it. Jeez. I am sorry. Keep focused. I'll keep quiet. <laughs> you blow a whistle, and the guy comes out with a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Million cash. Okay, I get to do that shot over Patrick again. Reed's doing that anyway, so what does it matter? Uh, yeah. Already Rory McIlroy has said, nah, I don't think so. He's like, I, I like my independence. I like being able to play where I want to play, when I want to play. 18 events is a lot to have to play in. I think that's way too many. I think Brooks said something similar. You know, that Nobody's going to tell me what to do, when to and, play. And I, I may be an anomaly here, but I don't care about watching the best 40. I just don't. You want to watch I, good I golf? I like watching guys. I love right. watching guys who are out there grinding their ass off trying right. to win under pressure so their lives are changed. Yeah. Two fatal flaws, three fatal flaws in this that I see. One is venues. The venues are important to golfers, I believe. You want to see them on good courses. There is not an unlimited supply of good venues that will host these events. That's number one. Yeah. More important. The venue is more important to me than the players. Okay. Number two is there's only about 15 name guys that are a TV draw. If you're talking about a 40-man league, J.T. Poston might get in there. Nobody wants to see him play. And the third thing is you don't know who's going to be the next big name because Xander Shoffley, the next Xander Shoffley, has not emerged yet. Right. So how do you then get them into your league Keep them cool with the PGA Tour. What happens when they fall out, I just don't see it. And then there's the Saudi money part, which is problematic for a lot of athletes because some of these countries want to sports wash their image by saying, oh, we do this. We're good people. Are you really? Well said. All right. With that said, we'll come back, play a quick nine. We'll go around the world of golf. A lot of different things to talk about. A lot of changes, especially on television. Costas and McCord out. I'll ask the boys what they think about that. And then we will start looking at some of the toys that Santa, that Golf Santa has brought for 2020. We're here at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Go to golfdomgolf.com and get started on the season. It's March, and the Capital Golf Gang is back on the air. Stay tuned for... More from the Capital Golf Gang on the Team 980 and the Team 980 app. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. A foursome of men with tight pants, tighter wallets, and vanity handicaps. We're back. Capital Golf Gang here once again. Team 980 as well as on the Zabecast. I got all the boys with me. Ron Thomas, John Ronis, John Gould. We play a little thing called a quick nine. It's just nine random golf-related things, news items, hypotheticals. 
equipment, courses, you name it. We try to go rat-a-tat-tat through the quick nine. So here we go. Hole number one, CBS Wax, Costas and McCord. I didn't have a thing against Costas per se. McCord, though, I did a small dance of jubilation. I thought his act had worn totally thin. The problem is I think you've got a worse guy in Davis Love the Third. He's terrible. What are your thoughts on Costas and McCord, the bloodletting at CBS to try to get younger? Yeah, what, what I don't get is the outrage that like they had, these two had their job for life. You know, Costas McCord, I actually, you know, I laughed occasionally when they said things. You know, Costas, you, you guys who are swing analysts probably have uh, bigger issues with them than I do. But, you know. They're they, 73 they're okay. and 71 years old. They yeah. have been doing this job for 30-plus years. Right. And yeah. they acted like they were these valiant civil servants who have right. been thrown out of a job they had a right that, to keep that's, forever. Right. That's, that's the only part that gets me. I, I think, you know, the, it, it so happens that Davis Love is too boring. And, you know, because as I think He's I would the expect. the worst choice you could ever imagine. Yeah. I mean, if you would have given me 20 choices, Davis Love would have been the last one. Because, just because of personality. He's a great guy. Yeah. You know, I'd rather term, do it like nice uh, guy. black and white. Great guy. Mom. Can't stand him. Can't stand He's a GGCSH. No sound. Right. Yeah. Great guy. Can't stand him. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather it be no sound at all than hear Davis Love. Really? Well, there's a button for that. He's so bad. Yeah, right. That's, I can't. Yeah. Usually John Rodas doesn't know anyways. about the mute button. So I think they should have just given a little softer landing to those two guys because they, they brought a lot to the table for years. But fine. Their, their, their time is done. You know the offer they gave well, who them, right? is, Who's this? No. They said you can do the first two events of the year that we have on CBS, San a, Diego and yep. Phoenix, and we'll let you guys ride out at Phoenix. Okay. And they said no in a huff. They didn't okay. like that. So they very felt, fair. I'm they fine felt, with that. Costa said in the interview with No Laying Up, which I just listened to, that he felt like it was more for them to save face than a real, genuine thank you. But, but who's on the search committee? And sits, honestly comes in there and says, I think we're going to go with Davis Love. Worse yet, Mark Immelman. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect, but who the F? Yeah. Immelman, Immelman does have a, a pretty large um, podcast, golf oh, weeds following. Yeah, That's what it's Probably, all yeah, about. That's then. what it is. Podcast. And when will this podcast accent. get hired for, for a sweet network I'm job? Not quite sure. It's almost like, Ron, they have to have one Aussie Kiwi yeah. South African yeah, yeah. It's accent quota. Yeah. They got to have an accent act. Yep. That's all on it the is. Broadcast. One, one thing I'm going to miss is Costas. I think his swing analysis is great. Um, and as a person who knows quite a bit about the golf swing, I've enjoyed it. The swing, the swing biz, or what yeah. was yes. it called? Conica Medolta Swing Hub Biz Vision. I'm going to miss that. I'm not going to miss McCord at all. Uh, the second thing is when when these guys have lived this lifestyle for so long, it uh, becomes yeah. who they you. Are. It becomes yes. you. You are a celebrity. You go to the same restaurants. You can't wait to get back to Dallas or to Memphis or all these different places. Hey, you have Gary, your, I love you, man. Yeah, You're right. great. The, so that, it's like an NBA coach or a guy who's and been now, in basketball for so long. It's so hard for them to get out of it. So what they'll do is they'll go into the studio and do uh, you know pregame or postgame on TNT. Uh, Colt Nost, I believe, has been hired by the golf or by CBS also. So I think that is your yin and your yang. Okay. That's uh, between Davis Love and Colt Nost. Personally, I am a big fan of Davis Love as a player. I'm not a tremendous fan of uh, the Carolina soft. Uh, kind He's horrible, of Sterile. I know. <laughs> I know. Horrible. The button. That was, the top that was a good up shot. And, 
That was a great shot. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Of that. Good. Very good. <laughs> but I do think that Bones is fantastic on NBC. Yeah, Bones And good. I know we're not talking about him, but well, I think NBC he's really is good. zoomed ahead. Okay. Will uh, CBS get their legs by the end of the year? Exit question on the first one. Well, there's, their their production is sterile across the board. Okay. We've talked about. Lance we're, Barrow's on his way out at the end of the year, so this yeah. is the last year. So we'll see if they shake it. I'm just going to warn you guys. We're on the clock. We are. <laughs> That, that first, hole took way too that long. First that was a par 12. All right. Hole okay. number two. Bryson DeChambeau has added 15 pounds in the offseason of muscle. I've added 15, yeah. not of muscle. 15? It's nothing. It might be more than that. Do you like what DeChambeau's doing? I, non-story. I could give to, you know what? I think he heard you call him the nerd bow, and he's coming after you. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. Non-story stupid. personal affront. Interesting. I think she's, he hits it t- further. I don't a, think it's intelligent. He hits it further. Ron. He's good. He's okay. really good. Yeah, he's good. Do, do you respect DeChambeau now? No. I always have. He's better than me okay. at golf. I tend to not make fun of people or talk badly about him when I, I wish I were them from a uh, okay. performance right. standpoint. I, I think it's a remarkable story. He really bulked up. Most players say you shouldn't bulk up that much. He's added distance, and he's still winning. He still can't putt with that stupid-ass you know, straight-up <laughs> putter boy thing and the long grip and all, but uh, I'm, I'm starting to come to respect him to, uh, mm-hmm. just a bit. Okay, hole number three, the rise of club pro guy. If you're not following this account on Twitter, God help you as a golf fan. I trust all of you guys follow Club Pro Guy no, on Twitter. Yeah, no. He's on, no, I don't. Who is very, he? Do I'm we very know? serious about this game. I don't, I'm not following that. <laughs> Do we know you're who lying, he is? Aren't you? He's Completely. lying. Yes. Okay. Good. I don't know how he is so funny. He obviously is a Club Pro or yeah. former. Yeah, I, he has enough pictures that are or alive, retail guy. I'm guessing. I'm guessing he still is. He has maintained his identity. I think he burst on the scene maybe three years ago, two years fly by. And the way that he eviscerates so many things in the game of golf with such a sarcastic take and the videos and the effect he has, his deadpan voice is so yeah. funny. Yes. And the spinoffs. We've got, we've got uh, Daryl, the uh, course Darryl ranger. Daryl Bevins, his, course, is, his it, psychotic course is ranger. Miguel, his superintendent. Miguel Vega, the yeah. superintendent, yeah. who writes these long, detailed his, course reports. His yeah. wife, Tawny. Hole, hole six. Hole, Tawny. Hole six. Good hole. Good hole. <laughs> yes. Not too much dead grass. <laughs> How about the Holly Saunders one? The Holly Saunders oh, one was epic. Did he you see just, that one? He, oh, you got Club Pro Kai just did one on the stand-up putter that's now being yes, marketed I heard that one with, with Aaron Oberholzer, and it will leave you in tears. Yeah. And yeah. the best Fantastic. thing about this whole social media experience is that the tour pros love it, and they're getting involved. And yes. There's, uh, uh, what's the guy in the senior tour said, yeah, I used your 747 chip-out method uh, yes. on whatever yeah. hole, and yeah. it's hilarious. McCarron, Scott McCarron. When McCarran. it comes down to it, the guy's extremely talented, and it's fun for us to get that out. I hope he's monetizing it. It's not talking oh, yeah, about is. just swings and everything oh, else. Oh, he's, uh, he's selling a ton of Yucatan. He was selling a ton of Yucatan Masters t-shirts until the Masters said, yes. stop. Yep. Wow. So he's had to change it up. Good All right, hole him. number four. Was, was Paul Azinger wrong for saying that European tour in dismissing Lee Westwood's international and or European tour wins last week at the Honda Classic. And I think he was actually talking about uh, Tommy Fleetwood at the time. Oh, he was? Uh, okay. Yeah, yes. yeah, he was well, talking. Westwood took umbrage with yes. Yes. Yeah, he, he and, he and uh, Poulter both took umbrage. I personally, I think he's, he was correct in what he was trying to say is what he, all he has left to do is win in the United States, talking about Fleetwood. I think he just bungled the words a little bit and saying, hey, he's a great player, all he has left to do instead of what way it came out was, well, he hasn't really proven himself till he's won on. That's what he said. He said the, the, the syntax was wrong. He shouldn't have said that European tour because it implied it was a yeah. lesser 
tour. But it is which a it lesser tour. Is. <laughs> in purses, in depth of field, in strength of players. It's the third best tour in America or in the world. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. You think the corn fairy? No, corn fairy is better than European tour. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Wow, maybe we should have a corn fairy Euro tour rider cup. That would be well. They beat us. That'd be pretty hot right there. If they beat the regular tour, yeah, yeah, we can't even beat them. Uh, Uh, Corn fairy guys. uh, The Euro from Maryland. The Euro corn classic brought to you by Publix (laughs) grocery stores. Uh, I think that Azinger, just as his predecessor. would uh, did doesn't think a lot when he talks. I think okay. sometimes these ramble on sentences, these run on sentences, keep going, and things come out of his mouth, and it's not malicious. It's just he's not. I don't think he's the brightest guy. I don't. I, don't, just, I just don't think we should think that heavily about it. Okay. He's got a lot of time to, to fill. Fair enough. And we believe that America is the greatest place on the face of the earth, which I certainly do. And we just think that everyone has to feel that way, so they only want to win on the PGA Tour. Because I like to say you can tell a little, little bit of truth on TV. Too much truth, though, gets you in trouble. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. ventured into too much truth there. Hole yeah. number five. What local course is on your list, your target list? You've never played it, and it's on your list for 2020. Ronnie? Uh, I would like to play Army-Navy. I have never played Army-Navy. Okay. Ronnie? I mean, uh, Johnny? You know what? I wouldn't mind playing... I'll play that with you, Ronnie. I, I actually I heard a lot about Bellhaven in my life. I'd like to play there. Oh, just there last this week. This year's yeah. president. You need yeah. to come on over. Get there okay. before it rains. Could yep. be underwater. <laughs> Poor guys. Right on the Potomac. <laughs> well, River Creek That's, will be underwater. Uh, River yeah. Creek is as well. Yeah. Uh, cool. My answer is all of them. But uh, this year, uh, I've played Old South, but I have not played it as Cannon Club yet. So if I, if I only knew somebody <laughs> there that might be able to help me, I think I'd like to It would be really to nice Cannon to be Club. able to play that. We're going to do a nice. show from there. Okay. Sweet. On my list for this year is Trotter's Glen. I hear it is in... What's that? It's closed. Trotter's Glen. It's it's long closed. That was an old dump. Back up? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, My my goal for this year, I really, really want to play Five Farms in Baltimore. My favorite course in the section, actually. Number one. Never played it. Got to take it off the list. You can make that happen. All All right. right. Hole number six. Is being a good chipper like math? Either you've got it or you don't. I can't do math to save my life, and I also cannot chip oh, please to save. save my life. I've tried oh. everything. I've <laughs> taken tips. I've taken lessons. I've looked at my swing. I think I'm at the realization it's like being able to sing or being able to do math. Either you got it like Ronnie does or you don't, and you just have to All live right. with it. Let me get in here. Yeah. We, got, in we got here. several we absolutely ridiculous talk. Okay. Let's just put it on the on the calendar right now that in two months, so May 2nd, okay. whatever we are here, May 7th, Zabe will come on this air and say, I'm a good chipper. And that's because chipping, you are going to work with him. Yes. Absolutely. Chipping is math. No wonder why I stink. It is math, but <laughs> it's math in that you have to do the same things over and over and over. Once you do that... You're going to be able to get the pictures, the geometry, and everything else. I was an English major in college. Why is everyone an English major who's an English major? They can't do math. <laughs> so it's not, and I'm a, I hate to say it, I'm a good chipper. Ronnie, you, when, there when, is no math. Ronnie, you are like Roy Hobbs in The Natural. You're the best damn chipper I ever saw. Thank you. Now suit up and get in the game. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when, you, when you sent this over and I saw that, um, I was so happy. And the reasons are, I'm going to say now, I, the last three practice sessions because i'm dealing with a little shoulder issue have been well actually more than three but chipping 
Chipping only. And I have a shag bag, and I go to the chipping green or the putting green yesterday, and we've had a lot of players out at the club recently, and they see me chipping, and every one of them who drives by says, no wonder. They're not, they're not even joking. They're right. saying, no now we understand. You practice it. And, but here's to give credit to the man to my right. John Ronis did, which I wish he would do more of, but he did a Facebook video, uh, one of his instructional videos, and it was about chipping. And this was when he was over at, at Woodmont. And he talked about something that I had never heard, which is a lowercase y. Okay? Yeah. Holding the club in a lowercase y. John can go into it more, maybe here or later. This has literally, I was already a good chipper, but I am such a more consistent chipper. Meaning your arms bolster. and your club form a lowercase y. Yeah, so just think. We don't need to talk about that in detail, but Ronnie, who's a good chipper, got better. So Whoa. someone who's not that a good chipper has plenty of room I, to get Because I'm ready to order the square simple. strike chipper no. right now. Practice. No, you're not. It's about, it, lo- it looks like and you we can't gonna miss throw, with I'm going to throw practice. one thing on the it's equation. We can end this hole with this 30-foot putt that I'm about to make. I never practice and barely ever play. And I would take a wedge and compete against anyone on the planet. Yeah. Which means Hashtag once you get it, once <laughs> you, you it. get it, you got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hole number eight. I'm not talking about the one for Hole number drives. seven. He said hashtag humble brag. Yeah, Did you hear him? On that. <laughs> hole number seven. Tiger Woods over under wins in 2020. And also, will he contend or win a major? Ronnie? Uh, he will win three times this year, and he will win a major, and that will be the Open Championship overseas. Ooh. All right. Johnny, Ronis. I was offended. I'm going to take a break here. <laughs> I'm going to go with over-under of one. He will contend at a major. I don't think he's going to win. I w- hey, I've been the guy saying he wasn't going to win at all. Yeah, uh, right know, there in that back hitting bay back there. That's right. And, <laughs> I'll and never I'm, forget and it. I'm owning it. I was wrong, and I think he'll win again this year. But I think it'll only be once. I, there's, he's a. He's not going to play very much. Yeah, he's slowed and, down his playing opportunities because he's still, you know, fighting he, it. And I, he doesn't have to right I, now. I, now, so he's. I got think that, that that's though the game. The percentages are so low because he's not playing in a ton of events that I still don't think he's going to win this year. Ronis, what's your prediction? How many? You zero. skipped zero. Oh, zero. Said okay, zero. sorry. I just said zero. Okay, so you said it now. Very good. Okay. Uh, the answer is zero. He will tickle the masters, which he almost what have always I done does. Sorry about it, buddy. Well, you passed initially. <laughs> okay. I was going down the line. I was offended. Why you do passed. you guys think he's not going to win? I I, you know, it's hard to win. What I just yeah. said is I think the it's, it is hard to win, and the fact that he's not going to play in 20 events, he's only going to play okay. in like 10, I think the percentage So it's not that he's not playing well enough. He's just not playing enough times. and then four of those are majors. Well, five of them really with and the fields. So, is anybody swinging the golf club better than he is in the world right now? Iron wise, he was swinging the club we so know. incredibly well. We haven't yeah. seen him in a while. Okay, so you're right. Okay, uh, hole number eight. Speaking of that, hard to win. Rise of the youngsters. We have had, I think, this mm. year on tour, six or seven guys under 25 win tour events, and this is not traditionally what happens. Usually, used to peak in your early 30s on the PGA Tour. You get some experience under your belt. Who is your favorite? Under 25 player on tour right now. Mine is I.M. His last name is M. First name Sung Sung Jay. Jay. Just one, right? 21. Just Recency one. Watched buys. him in the President's Recency. Cup, and I said, who is this guy? Yeah, and we're saying. Right. He, he swings like Woody Austin. By he gets it here, and then he turns, which I think is yeah. pretty yeah. cool. All He's right. a stud. Ronis. Uh, I like Victor Hovland. Ah, uh, yes. Victor with a K and a V. I mean, of course, sure. a lot of things going on there. Mm-hmm. And he looks like he's 40, but he's apparently 22. <laughs> and he's always smiling. He's always looks smiling. Like a leprechaun. Exactly. Did you hear the call from the golf, golf announcers when he won? The Dutch golf announcers? No. Oh, it's fantastic. 
Yeah, they went crazy. Because he drained like a 30-footer on the last hole. Boom, dunk, win. I like him. All right. Uh, fellow Oklahoma State Cowboy, Matthew, hungry like the wolf. I last love year, Matthew Last wolf. year won the NCAA. Was it last year? Maybe the year before it. Won He's the already NCAA, won a tour event. He won the 3M. Won the yeah. NCAA and won the tour event same year. Yeah, yeah with a weird swing and a ton of power. But, yeah. Who's you your favorite, it? Steve? I believe it was. Colin Morikawa. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. From mm-hmm. Cal. Sort of one of the forgotten guys amongst that cluster of guys out there in the Pac-12 conference, but he is legit. All he does, he comes on tour and just top 10, top 10, top 10. Is this game hard? I don't think this game's that hard. Last year at this time, I think we all mentioned Cameron Champ, and we haven't basically seen him. <laughs> you know, we did. That's yeah. a good point. It's the jinx of things. All right, uh, hole number nine. This hole has been redesigned. The yes. committee said, bulldoze that under, redesign it. Ronnie, you have hole number nine? Uh, hole number nine is uh, recently during this last tournament, actually, when um, Tommy Fleetwood had a chance to win the tournament on 18, 30, 72nd hole, actually, in his backswing, transitioned down, getting the hole was yelled. And it was egregious, and I'm sick of it. And he I, flared the shot flared into it, the water, the water. lost the tournament. I, I, I'm he so, said he didn't hear it. He said he didn't hear it, but that doesn't mean that it didn't affect right. him, right. you okay. know. It didn't affect him. So, well, what, I, I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but you no, can still you. there's there can still be a distraction. So, your question is, what can be done? What needs to be done, and what ultimately has to be done to eliminate these jackasses? Frontier justice. Yeah, That's no right. questions. Eh? <laughs> I am 100 percent with you. They have to be fellow fans. They have yeah, to be taken fans. care of. They do. by the fans. You know how at the because you can't do anything about it. Don't you agree, Ron? If we business. really think about it. You got to find them. You got to take them out, and then then golf is the elitist sport, and you know only the 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 rich white kids are playing it. Yeah. And this so is, let's just let the fans here, do it. You know how at the uh, at the Ryder Cup you have the groups of four guys that are dressed up in all the gear, the Americans and yep. then the internationals. They've yep. got a nickname. I don't know what they are. We need a group of four guys called the Get in the Hole Rangers, the Vigilantes, and they can have costumes and they let it be known. We'll get kicked out of this tournament. If we have to, we don't care. We're here to shut you morons mm-hmm. up. We will throw fists. We will get a misdemeanor assault charge. Go ahead. <laughs> Yell, get Love in the it. hole during, and, and they need to, it's, this is street justice. Baby. And there has mm-hmm. to be profiling. And the profiling, if you see a guy walk in in penny loafers with no socks. <laughs> cigar, cigar, overweight. And six like beer a, cups carrying yeah, around a with a piquet them. polo, yeah, actual polo vest. shirt. Yeah, okay. and tight uh, tennis oh, shorts. Shirt. Watch his ass because he's going to be a problem. Four different colors, all yeah. bright. Yeah. All right. That was good. A quick night. I liked it. We were only uh, five minutes over <laughs> par for the course. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up here at Golfdom, our season opening episode of the Capital Golf Gang. We'll talk to Buddy Christensen, owner of Golfdom, and see what's new on the equipment front, the toy front for 2020. Stay with us. We're back after this. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Washington, D.C.'s Radio Golf Authority for over 15 years. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who will knock your lights out. If you dare to ask for a gluten-free hot dog at the turn. We're back. Final segment here today of the Capital Golf Gang. Good to be back on the air. We'll be back on every Sunday 
throughout the golf season. We're here at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner, right near the ancestral home of yours truly, the mean streets of McLean, Virginia, just next to the Herman Sporting Goods. That's long since out of business, but Buddy that. Christensen is with us right here from Golfdom. Still going strong. What year have you been? How many years have you been in this location? We moved here in 1997. Get up on that wow. mic there, young man. That there a boy. Go. There you go. There we go. What year? 1997. 97. Fantastic. So what's new for this year? Have the equipment makers made new clubs? <laughs> I thought last year's clubs were fine. And Yeah, I think we need to get you into some new clubs, Steve. <laughs> Every year. See, see, talk they, about the see sim. how they feed the addiction. Ta- talk no, about, we're not talk- talking about the sim. Yeah, first. I want to hear about, about the, the Maverick. Sim. All right. So we there there are several new clubs as okay. we, we've are, probably already <laughs> talked about a little bit. Um, Sim's been doing great this year. Maverick's been doing great this year. Sim is by TaylorMade. Yeah. Maverick's by Callaway. Just so everyone knows. Yeah, That's, thank you because I didn't know that actually. And Sim had to get away from M three five six whatever. Yeah, they moved away from because that. of BMW, which I, I think, think that is had crazy. Something to yeah, do with really? Yes. Yeah, they sued him. BMW, BMW sued, him. sued him because M- of the M3 colors and the logo. M- yeah. A letter Interesting. and a yeah. number. Yes. Yeah, we all know those and letters the, the and numbers. And the slanted, the italicized, and the colors. Oh, my God. Mm. What, does, what does SIM stand for, buddy, on the TaylorMade Sports driver? Sports in motion. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, we've, we've had a great start. I mean, obviously, the weather's been unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so, people are out and about playing. Um, and, you know, several... Several uh, good days we've had already this year. Okay, the Callaway driver is the Maverick, right? That's yes. their new one for 2020? Yep. Do they still use scary-sounding artificial intelligence to design it? Uh, more so. Oh, my God. Yes. The robots are getting better at making clubs. They really are. Um, yeah, so, and then they've, they've come out with uh, both the Sim and the, and the Maverick have three different heads. So they're, they're not as honed in on, on two heads. Oh, okay. Three which makes it a little more difficult from a fitting perspective to find out which head that you really need. Um, but then at that point, you're more dialed in, and you, you just tune it from there. Yeah. And, and, buddy, translation here, and John, the two of you, how, how important is it? It's vital, I know, to get back into that simulator and get fitted. Absolutely vital. I mean, the numbers that come Talk out Talk about there. what you have here. So we've got, um, we've got a tailor-made uh, fitting bay. Callaway fitting bay, Titleist fitting bay, and, and a ping fitting bay. Um, we have TrackMan in the TaylorMade Callaway and Titleist, um, and and it's tremendous what this can do for people as far as dialing them into the, the proper equipment. There's no reason to buy a driver without getting fitted. No, you got to you got to get a huge it investment. It's massive. The, the the right shaft means everything. It's five hundred dollars that you hopefully will keep for. Quite a few years, and you should be able to. Uh, not necessarily five. Well, if, if it's right, buddy, you can three, get into drivers for two ninety nine, right? Uh, for the most part, uh, it's it's four hundred and, and up, and most of them are five hundred and, and okay. up. And, and John's right. I mean, the investment that you are putting in at that point, you you need to get the right thing. And we're, and we're hopeful that it sounds a little silly, but people don't buy drivers as fast because they're getting yeah. the proper drivers for themselves, yeah. and those will last longer. Now, every couple cycles, there's definitely some improvements that are there that you can gain from if you're ready to go for the next driver. But again, go back through a fit. The way the, the waiting is may be totally different on the next driver. Hey, and to, ba- the- to back, yeah. just for a second, Dave, to back up on this, this whole Callaway artificial intelligence thing, what they used to be able to do, and I'm, I assume every company will get to the same point at some point, but what they used to be able to do is maybe make five or six prototypes of a head. Yes. And the engineers would work it out. With these computers now, they're talking 150,000 
prototypes. Iterations computer. of the head. They don't then, actually physically make right. them, but they make them virtually in the yeah. computer simulations. Yeah. They test them virtually, and they go, yeah. oh, this one's hotter, this one's got more of a sweet yeah. spot, and they so find these, just these what to do. So these golf clubs that are coming out these days, and I won't use any manufacturer names because uh, I think they're all outstanding, but if you get fit for them, there's really no reason that you can't hold on to it for at least three to five years. Okay, and that's fine, but I'm here to say this is your passion. This is your hobby. Buy a new driver every year if this is what you do. You take trade-ins, buddy. Scrimp elsewhere, man. If you want a new driver every year, don't get it. And we do, and we have plenty of customers who buy drivers every few months even. Some people trade cars every year. Did you say every few months? (laughs) Absolutely. They maybe should take some lessons. I didn't know John Rhodes was here that often. (laughs) Oh, my God. Buddy, just as important as the driver is the golf ball. Talk about revolutions in the golf ball this year, new lines. So – you know, Titleist has had, had the stranglehold, and, and they've expanded on their selection there with the, the left dash uh, Pro V1. Um, Wait, what? So they've got a, a, a <laughs> new ball with, with a different formula. It's actually— It's called left dash? It's called left dash. Is that and like left shark from the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> Playing the left dash, Titleist. So it stays it, out of the left rough. <laughs> the, the guys on the tour have access to more versions of, of the course. golf ball. And, and this was one that they felt would work for, for more customers. And we've been selling a ton of them for the Sweet. guy who really likes that golf ball. Um, All right. Just like the ABX came out, and, and now that's a different it, segment as, of golf. As far as club head speed and everything, having the right golf ball is imperative, yes. is it not? It is. And, but that's a little bit easier to kind of dabble and play around with to see. I mean, the numbers can tell us that. So too. when they come here, they get fitted for a driver. They're on the simulator. They're on the track, man. You then can put them into the right goal. Into the right goal. Try a bunch of different balls, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. By the way, I don't see a Lynx simulator oh, back there. You know Gosh. what? Lynx I mean, you, you only have Callaway, TaylorMade, Titleist, yeah. and Ping. Lynx. The four and biggest makers in golf. Lynx is in the golf back. business again. You're they kidding. are. They had a big presence down at the show. We've kicked around the idea of, of uh, you know, Come sometimes on. it's just a sentimental thing. Maybe yeah. maybe we're looking I, at it. I only mention that because it's the butt of club pro guys' jokes. Yeah, Black the cat, yeah the, that in the, the VAS, cat. the Cleveland VAS, <laughs> anti shank. Did I see Fleetwood plays Wilson? Some guys are they're playing the Wilsons, aren't they? Uh, Fleetwood, Fleetwood plays the Wilson. No, uh, Woodland plays. Or Woodland Wilson. plays the yeah. Wilson. Yeah. I think Fleetwood is also playing the Wilson maybe, this year. I, do you sell Wilson? We do, and. Uh, you know, not at the same level as those other yeah. guys. Just say, just, not a lot. Look, it's strange. They must about, pay him a lot of money. How about PXG? They are doing very well this year. Do you they sell PXG? New, we do. Okay. And uh, we, the Gen 3 seems to be doing very, very well early out of the gate. Okay. Yeah, I saw well. a commercial, and you can't see the bag. I'm pointing to it now. Of the club maker I've never heard of, and I can't pronounce Xio Zixio or Zixio XXIO. I saw a commercial on TV. I thought that was a super high end Korean brand. It is. It's 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 a brand that we've been doing very very well with. Really, it's it's for a a lot of it's for the guy who's trying to get back that speed that they lost. Um, But that category has been growing as well. Is that what would be called super premium? Uh, it's super premium, but it's also more about the the, the weight story, playability, and getting more more clubhead speed. Uh, TaylorMade's got the M Glory, uh, Callaway's got the Epic Star that goes in that same realm of of club. We've got uh, Majesty's another one. Now that's super premium. Wow, I've never heard. Have you guys heard of Majesty? No. Yeah. Again, another Korean brand. Nice. Uh, very popular over in Korea. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So the thing that is always great about Golfdom is that. 
far from just being a place to get fit for a driver or irons or a wedge or a hybrid or whatever, is it's a full-blown store with all kinds of accessories and the best apparel. You can touch, you can feel, you can try it on. That's so hard these days, you know? There's no golf store like it anywhere in the country. Is Maggie still your gal when it comes to apparel? God, she's the best. Yeah, she's awesome. She's uh, got us dialed in with another good selection this year, and um, we're seeing some very, very good things with uh, some different brands here. All right, cool. So what do we got uh, for the spring? Promotions, specials? Things to get people in the store here. Uh, website is golfdomgolf.com. Correct. Good place to start. And uh, location is Tyson's Corner, best described as where exactly? Route 7, 123. Okay. Um, next to REI. Some people yeah. see it that way, not far from the, the mall. Um, we've also, and I haven't even shown you this yet, we've got the back nine that we're opening up, which is a little more value uh, play. Okay. So some used product. Um, some closeout product. Uh, cool. So we've got that opening up in the next few weeks, kind of a soft opening right now. Okay. So if our listeners come in and say, Gunga Galunga, you'll give them a 10% discount. <laughs> Five. I, I'm going to Just to prove the yeah, reach <laughs> and the impact buddy. of this show. Just as a checker, just look and go, Gunga Galunga. Oh, you know, you know, you know, this is going to happen. They better do it. Otherwise, it's like nobody listens to the show. The margins are so small in the golf business that 10% would mean zero. (laughs) Not available on title is Come on in, get fitted, start your year off right, buddy. Thanks for letting us invade your store for a day. Always, man. Anytime you guys are always welcome. Thank you, buddy. All right, buddy, you just jump out and, and Ghoul will jump in. That's perfect. And I'll just edit this together. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. The back nine. I was going to make a dirty comment, but I resisted. <laughs> Used equipment. <laughs> All right, here it. we go. I get it. All right, here we go. Coming down three, two, one. All right, buddy is out. John Gould is back in. Our final little segment here. And promotional self-aggrandizement is not only welcome here, it is urged and encouraged. Boys. <laughs> Let's uh, let's start with John Gould. John Gould has a special announcement for this show and for us. That is correct. Uh, so at our spring membership meeting, which uh, will be uh, Monday tomorrow uh, when this airs, the Middle Atlantic PGA the Atlantic spring PGA membership meeting. meeting, we do our annual awards, and we're going to honor several of our PGA professionals who are doing great things in teaching or, or merchandising or professional year, our highest award. But one of our significant awards is our media uh, uh, person of the year, named after Earl Helen, who was a longtime sports writer for the Washington Star. And our sports media of the year is the Capital Golf Gang. This group right here. Mm-hmm. Mama, we finally made it. You know, so, the long game. You've, you've won it before. I Don't have, get the some. long game of having him on the show has come paid. I know. Finally, now, time. now I'm off, right? No, right yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. No, thank you very much. We're, I mean, we're thrilled about it. I know John and Ron are excited and uh, – it's just great. We, we love the game, as you know, as you do as well, and we love the DMV area. So to be able to be up there in front of the guys who are on the front line, professionals, that you know are working their ass off every day, is going to be very cool. Yes. Yep. So they're, they're yeah. going to get a chance to accept that in front of our PGA professionals on Monday, and then later in the, in the year, 
uh, actually they're in the March March twenty first uh, at Army Navy Country Club. So maybe you guys can get your pre- preview then. Yeah. Uh, at night, kind of a black tie coat and tie uh, special evening, and uh, I'll even get a chance to interview these three fine gentlemen. Mm. Oh, well, that should that. be fun. That'll be good. A few cocktails first. It could be a <laughs> PG thirteen plus kind of deal. Open yeah. bar. And and really, boys, this is also I want to stress, and we're not trying to kick you off the show, John. You're always welcome. But everyone has different schedules. Some weeks they can make it or not. We want the professionals in the section to be part of the show. We want right. I'd love to have one every week. You and do. It's just a matter of reaching out to <laughs> them. So you do have one every yeah. week. It's uh, another an additional one. one. No, you're talking from a club. I mean a, no, I mean a, I'm, 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 I'm just kidding. I mean say. a I mean not a part-time guitarist <laughs> right, pro. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, because and this is I wanted to say this one thing. This is a huge thrill for me because I am a PGA professional and I do understand what you know we have the different kind of sectors of of these awards teacher of the year and professional of the year and it's a big deal for me to stand with my peers and accept an award and i, I we do it oh oh it all to you zabe and i think we'll make that clear in our speeches but the fact is being a pga professional being amongst them as a winner of any of these awards is a big big humbling thrill for me yeah uh I'm going to talk about two things quickly. I'm going to talk about John Ronis, who is the best teacher on the East Coast in the Middle Atlantic. And what a, this is the time, folks, to go see your, your club professional, your Absolutely. teaching professional. And, John, tell them how to get a hold of you. Uh, you can just go on RonisGolfAcademy.com, and that's my website. There's a book um, tab, book a lesson tab there. Uh, you can call me anytime you want. My cell phone's on that website. So, uh, please come out. We have indoor, outdoor, fitting tools, it's everything that you'd ever want. River Creek and Leesburg, which mm-hmm. is a private club, but you do you take outside out. lessons. Yep. So they're very accommodating Absolutely. there. You're not going to get a bunch of weird looks. And nope. I know the power of your teaching when Ron travels all the way from the Eastern Shore to come see you. From close to the Eastern Shore, yes. Yeah. No, you're that's, right. That's you're something right. else right there. That's number one. What else, Ron? Uh, the second one is David Coker, former University of Maryland golfer, just won the Corn Ferry Tour Mexico Championship, and what an amazing wow. thrill. Following up, his, fa- following up his fourth-placed finish in his last, he only had minimal status. He had six events. Well, that has suddenly changed. Did He's he just graduate, member. Ron? Uh, this is his second year. He played the China Tour, Asia Tour, I'm sorry, last year. Uh, and then this year, he's Good now a full-time corn fairy. Weren't you talking kid. this kid up two years ago, three <laughs> years ago, when we were out there at Maryland? Yes, from the beginning, I've been talking God, him up. Fantastic. His, his uncle is my was my best friend growing up in Indiana. Wow. So. And That's Denny cool. McCarthy is out on tour with full status, doing right? Great. Doing local, great. Yep. Local guy doing, doing great. great. Yep. All right. Anything else as we kick off the 2020 season? That's Just about happy it. Happy to, to be back. Happy thank you to you for doing this for another year. Good to be back, you knuckleheads. Yeah, Good awesome. show for the first Award one winning. Show. All right. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I'm going to talk to Buddy and distract him. You guys grab as much stuff yes. as you can. Yeah. Perfect. And make a break for the door. <laughs> They'll okay? never figure it out. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you to Chris Johnson for putting the show on the air on the Team 980. And, of course, thank you if you're listening to it by way of the Zabecast to download it and uh, have it to listen to whenever you want. We like to believe a lot of these shows – have a lot of residual value. Even if you miss a couple of weeks, you're on a long flight somewhere, you want to hear some good, educated, no-holds-barred golf talk, we try to be that place for that. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Get out, play some golf, and we'll see you next week on the Capital Golf Gang. This has been the Capital Golf Gang on the Team 980. If you'd like the gang to visit your home course, send your inquiries to Zabe 
at yahoo.com. That's C-Z-A-B-E at yahoo.com. Or visit the show page at www.theteam980.com. And for free swag, we're all in extra large. So yeah, thanks for the shirts. 